Hey, good people, it's your girl, Goody, and this week, I'm getting the opportunity to introduce a new segment on my main podcast that will be called Game Notes, okay, welcome. In this segment, if you don't follow me on social media, which you should, Goody Giving Game, but if you do follow me on social media, you know that I'm always giving a 60-second timeout, really just elaborating, using a little sports, little twist on it, remember, everything in life relates to sports so in this segment I will be spending a little bit more time to go in depth with situations that I see some stuff coaches talk to me about some stuff I know players go through being on both sides as a coach and a player I definitely understand there's unique things that we go through but I also do understand by giving this little piece of game to y'all that it will be nuggets and gems in this segment that you'll take away and you'll really benefit from. So that's why it's really important. Understand in 2020, I'm really focusing on being a benefit to the overall culture and community that us as athletes and coaches experience. But us as athletes and coaches, we impact the day in and day outs of life. We experience life and you'll all be successful on the courts of the fields but you'll also be successful off of them that will impact this world. So, yeah, I ain't trying to get too deep, but let's get on the first week's segment topic is doing the right thing, which I thought this is a great first topic. Some key focuses for this topic will be about character, integrity, and accountability. (coughs) Excuse me. So, I think it's important to understand that character and integrity work hand in hand. Both basing your moral quality, pretty much. Um, Your character should reflect your integrity and vice versa. Like, you are usually a person of good character if you have a trait like integrity. I think where those two things are tested the most, not only for coaches and players, but just in general life, is in accountability. All the stories that I read this week that are in the blog, I will drop information on more reading if you would like to, but in the reading this week, it was all based on accepting your responsibility. And it was going to rely on your character and your integrity. So it got me to thinking like, okay, boom. What is the number one thing like that I've seen maybe in this past season or that I've dealt with the most as a coach? Um, I thought the number one thing as a player is like you got to be accountable. Um, But the number one thing that stood out to me was like the biggest issue was handling internal issues with teams and players. Um, When you look into my reading, you'll see my stories about a coach who had to make a difficult decision about how to deal with some players that made some bad decisions. And, you know, sometimes making the right choice is not going to be 
the easiest. Doing the right thing is not always the number one choice in your mind. (laughs) And that's coming from experience. Like sometimes, or even every time, you're going to think about the other side. Doing the wrong thing. And I'll raise my hand too to being accountable to have sometimes done the wrong things and made the wrong choices. So we're all victims of it. I think it's just really finding the balance of understanding that this is going to be a very tough and debatable decision by doing the right thing. And it's going to be impacted. It's going to be impacted by society. As a coach, it may impact your players. Um, It may impact parents. It may impact how admin feels. Um, It may impact other coaches. Holding people accountable ruffles feathers. And that can be in your play. That can be in pushing a player to the next level. That can be in you pushing yourself as a coach. Um, Accountability is where the shake is going to happen on do you really have integrity? And do you really have strong character? It's going to be important. I know as a coach, there's a lot of times I hear coaches, you know, man, it was a tough decision to, you know, maybe sit a player. Or um, I know as a coach, there were several times where I had to bench players for a variety of reasons. There's several times I didn't bench players. Um, there's times that I cut players and there was times that I didn't cut players. Um, there's a multitude of decisions that you're going to make that will impact and make you question, am I doing the right thing? (laughs) If somebody would have told me for every time I was saying, am I doing the right thing? The first year as a coach, if I had a dollar for every time, I'd be a millionaire. Because essentially, you're questioning, am I doing the right thing? As a player, I definitely was that type of player. Like, show me a move. Okay, I try to do it. Am I doing it right? (laughs) I think that's, that's naturally, like, the number one thing. So, we all know that there's an expectation of staying on doing the right things even when it's not pretty but that doesn't mean we don't fall victim to doing the wrong things cutting corners telling white lies I mean it's definitely happened as a player and as a coach and like now it's very a sensitive time because Coaches are trying to find ways to effectively hold players accountable. And I would say the players are a little bit softer, but I'm not going to say the whole generation. I think there's a balance of kids that can really take the coaching, but there's definitely a difference in how I coached and how I was coached. <laughs> Just say that. So... With that being said, it's very difficult to hold players accountable. And then that's where your character and your integrity lies. See, my last year coaching in 2016, 
I really was like, Goodman. <laughs> so you use your government name, Goodman. What are we doing this for? Am I doing this for parents who are going to, you know, curse you out one minute, uh, players that aren't committed, you know, the just day-in, day-out difficulties of being a coach, any team. There's difficulties. There's getting kids there on time. There's it, there's a lot that goes into even putting a team together. People ignore that factor. Yes, schools provide the kids, but it's a, it, it's a working machine to make sure all the things tick at the same time, when they're supposed to tick and how they're supposed to go. So, yes, you're, de- you're dealt with difficult decisions daily, daily. And as a player, especially, you have to decide what type of player you want to be, but as a player for me, I always wanted to be the type of person that was relied on, that was the responsible one, because I wanted to be a leader. Well, I was a leader. So when you're taking on that role, you have to be very accountable on your actions. Are you coming in first in the running? Or, you know, top three, top five, or whatever it is. Or are you, you know, putting in the work just like everybody else? Are you coming on time to practice? Are you, you know, going to class on time? Are you making the right decisions in everything that you're doing just as much? Because that accountability is on you as an athlete, as a star, or whatever you want to call it. So it shouldn't be a tough decision. Because as a star athlete, you should understand accountability comes with your role. When you don't do what you're supposed to, when you cut corners or you may get caught or whatever the case may be, oh, it's going to come back to you. <laughs> it's Without a doubt. It's going to come back. And then you're having to look at yourself and look at your character and your integrity. There's many moments as a player where I was not accountable. Whether it was missing my assignment on a play, not studying for a play, not watching film when I was supposed to, not fixing shots like I was supposed to, not putting in the extra work like you're supposed to. There's a million things that you could go to. Elevating your game, you know, being lazy at moments when you're supposed to be 10 times because you're level, expectation of level. Don't just settle. You know what I'm saying? Those moments always am I doing the right thing. Those come down to what type of player you want to be. Where's your character at? What type of person you want to stand on? And for coaches, you know, everybody says it's a hard decision or, you know, I hear coaches battle with it or it's internal decisions on how to handle it. And and that's where it's so key, where your life has to be just as balanced or in key as far as your character and integrity. Those two have to be in line with life and Football, life in basketball, life in baseball, life in soccer, life in volleyball, whatever sport it is, those two, integrity and character, those in accountability, those three lines got to be lined up straight across. Because in life, if you're not a person that is standing on those things, that's where you teeter, you'll start teetering on that line more and more and more to where all snaps you're on the other side and you can be doing something with good intentions but be on the bad side of what you're actually doing are you really able 
to say I'm willing to face whatever the result of the decision. But I'd rather face them for me personally if I'm in check and solid in my foundation. When I, later in my career, when I was able to bench players, it was easy because it was like, okay, you miss practice with a note, you don't start, you know, if you're a starter. Or, you know, if you miss practice with no note, you miss the first quarter. If you miss another practice with no note, you miss the second, two quarters. You miss another practice, three, no show, no calls. You might miss the whole game based off of the flow of the game. Or you're out for three quarters. Once we get into number four, number five, no show, no calls, the practices or events or games, then now we have next steps. But I have to lay down that foundation, whether it's in team rules or whatever, but I have to lay those structured foundations down to maybe hold a player accountable on that note, if that's one of my extremes. Now, that's an extreme. Okay, You're going to have different ways, different methods to hold your players accountable, but that's just one extreme. But your foundation on my integrity, my intention, like I have a reason why we've already formally agreed on it, whatever it is, those things have to be in line for you to hold them accountable. And I just use that in base of your integrity and your character. But if those things aren't in line, it's going to be very difficult for you to hold a person accountable. One thing is like coming to practice. As a coach, I thought it was always important that I was in practice when practice started. Or I always was in competition with the first person I would assume that would come to practice. Because I wanted to be accountable. I want to turn the lights on. And they're coming into a gym where they already see their coach. Already swept the floor. It's some things that I could just eliminate debates. When I was growing up. And hooping freshman year. And in college. I mean I swept the floor. I had responsibilities as a freshman. But I was the type of coach that I wanted to be held accountable. About. Because I was laying a different type of foundation. You're going to have different levels of your accountability. Um, and you can hit me up on a side note of that. But for me, when I was coming into coaching and trying to lay these accountability factors um, in the raw stages, it was like I had to be that person in action, who I was daily, to make them build that trust in in me, then therefore hold them accountable to what I'm asking them. 15 minutes early because I'm there 30 minutes early. Meet me halfway. <laughs> you know, that's the type of coach I am. That's the, t- the way I think, you know, things should operate. Just meet me halfway. So that's how they held me accountable. I think it's also a two-way street of players and coaches can hold each other accountable. Coaches get off your high horses of thinking that you can't be held accountable. Because you need a check and balance too. I think it's also key that you have somebody on your coaching staff that can give you that check and balance. But I think you should also develop a, a player-coach relationship with at least a couple of your players where they can kind of talk to you and be real with you and open up that line of communication for them. They won't know what type of person you are unless you show them. 
And, you know, one of my biggest lookbacks for me as a player is I wish I had more communication about what I really needed as a player and what I would, what my desire was and what my coach even needed for me. More communication on that with my coaches, which I hope, you know, my old players, I hope I open that line of communication up enough. But at the same time, that was a key part because players and coaches have to have a significant, this is, a you know, part of my triangle, but players and coaches have to have a significant enough relationship to be able to communicate to each other what they really need. You know, coach, you can't have this one vision, but you got this type of point guard and you're trying to do this. Or you can't have this type of quarterback, but you got a different type of vision. You got to be on the same page at some point. And, you know, nowadays every athlete has dreams and aspirations of getting a scholarship and going to the next level. That's forever. You know, everybody want to play on the big stage and everybody wants to be a pro and, you know, of course, college is obtainable for sure with all this talent out here. So I think more communications of clearly what can be executed um, would have helped me a long ways. And I think that's something that if you're a coach listening, take that on as a player. You know, just be honest. The biggest, one of the biggest steps, <coughs> excuse me, one of the biggest steps for me as a player that I feel like my biggest growth was was when I was able to go to my coach and really say, hey, what's going to be your use for me? What do you see my role being? How do you see I'm going to develop and grow? And I'm really blessed to be able to have that at two levels, um, high school and college, to be able to experience that and really bring that to my coach because then that puts things in perspective. As a coach, you should always be ready for that type of question, but it really gives you that opportunity to show your players how that character factor will lie in because on how you make a right or wrong decision. Are you going to be honest? You don't have to be like rudely honest. You can be honest enough to give them a genuine response or you can give them BS. And the kid is going to know if their question is genuine. And see, that's where I think coaches teeter on doing the right things is sometimes expressing and being honest with your players is sometimes doing the right thing. Don't lean them on or string them on because of what you think their small necessity may be. When they bring you honesty and truth, that's where that integrity is built in and that relationship is built in. If you can bring all of that together and maximize on your moments, you'll have success, period. And doing the right thing will reward you. But a lot of times, coaches, and some of y'all know, some of y'all are the coaches and some of y'all know coaches like this, they tuck their tail away from being honest and truthful, sometimes with their players, sometimes when they're talking to you as colleagues, sometimes when they're talking to other people. You know where people's integrity and their character lie. You know some that got good ones and some that got bad. You, if you're listening to this podcast, you're choosing to be on the right side of that. And why the right side, it's going to take a little bit more work. 
definitely worth the reward, though. Remember, I was telling you about that 2016 season. Honestly, that was one of my best seasons ever coaching. Some of my best basketball memories in my life that season. And it was just making the decision to be more steadfast in my character and my integrity. Because that was what was that challenge. And it's crazy that this is the topic because I really have experienced this. Um, And it was a vivid one. And it's been a recent one. So when you have, you know, new healing wounds and you can speak to them, it's amazing. But, um, like, doing the right thing feels so good. And doing the bad thing at the moment feels good, but the end result. See, I've always been like that since a kid. The end is horrible. Like I really ran my suicide out all the way the first time instead of running it two, three, four, five times. So it's like I think it's so important that you feel both of them, though. It's important. I think you should get a little dose of doing what's right, and you should get a little dose of doing what's wrong. And make a true decision. You can't say one is better than the other if you don't know how one or the other feels. But I think as they work together, as you build your character and you build your integrity, you're going to be tested by accountability. And you should accept it. Open arms. Because that's the road that you're on. You're on the tested road. You're not on a journey that's going to be easy. Life is crazy, up and down, bizarre. So accept it. Embrace it. That's the best thing, the biggest thing that I've learned. Best and biggest thing that I've learned (laughs) is embracing those challenges and facing them head on. It's just more rewarding. I will say that. For sure. I think it's also important, um, and I didn't forget about you guys, but parents, you guys play play a factor in that too because when they're younger, and I mean, essentially who they're going to develop to as adults, just as much as the coaches, you play a factor in your, your kids' integrity and character. You build that. So you can't be, you know, I always believe you got to, speak it and teach it and act it so um if you do those three things then you'll be fine so you got to be able to teach those character factors you can't be a crazy parent and then trying to teach character and it's going to be a difficult situation you can't be cussing the coach out and thinking the players gonna have any respect for the coach just facts so parents you play a factor in that and i think also teachers Teachers play a factor in that, too, because teachers are still role models. As much as you don't want to believe so or you think teachers are, you know, lazy or however you feel about teachers. I love teachers, I'm, you know, so that's my field. But um, I think teachers are impactful in building character and holding kids accountable, too. And, and that's, a, you know, they're sometimes afraid to hold kids accountable, I see. So 
I think if we all really just stand on having better integrity, it would be a whirlwind change on how much we can produce and how much a better society we can be, not just in our sports and in our athletics and what we do on the, on the fields and the courts, but in our everyday life. Character, integrity, and accountability is some key factors that are going to build amazing human beings. So that's all I got for this week. Hope I gave y'all enough game. Take some snippets, post it, share it, like it. Um, It's all love. If you don't like it, don't really care. Remember that everything on this podcast relates. Everything in life relates to sports on this podcast. Excuse me. Let me clean it up. Um, I also have a written version of some notes and things like that that I got to speak in depth on this. Go to Goody, the life preacher, all one word, all spelled the same, all lowercase, Goody, the life preacher, dot wordpress, dot com. And shout out to WordPress. I love them. Um, I haven't had any issues, any complaints. <coughs> They're an amazing website. Go there and you can get some more info. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Goody Given Game. And that's G-O-O-D-Y-G-I-V-I-N-G-A-M-E, Given Game. Remember, everything in life relates to sports. I love y'all. Peace.